folks. It's another episode of the Snowy's Camping Show and you are here with Lauren and Ben. Hi, Ben. How you going? Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. How's your weekend? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good actually. Yeah. Yeah, doing a lot of stuff that I didn't plan to do, but it ended up being awesome anyway. Nice. So. I think we're, at the time it is in Adelaide here, we're just heading into winter, so there's that taste of cool evenings and mornings. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like counting down summer now. Mm-hmm. Me too. What are we rambling on about today? We are talking about gear. You don't need camping. It was very requested topic, um, wasn't it? Heaps of people were like, hey, let, talk to us about gear that you don't need camping. So it's probably one that will get a bit of the passions flowing and yeah. we may I don't know. I was like, oh, am I going to cause offence by going, oh, my God, you guys don't need that, and someone out there is like, oh, my God, I love that. So yeah, it's a bit subjective, isn't it? it so is. I, we're hoping it's going to get people talking. There's certainly some things that you just go, just don't take it camping. It's obvious. But there's yeah. other things that, as I found out, we'll discuss shortly, I brought it up thinking everyone would go, yeah, don't worry about them. And I got shut down pretty quickly. You sure did. And, and that was fairy lights. Fairy lights, which, which we've, if you're watching on videos, we've got um, just to rub it in, our producer's gone and stuck it on the table in front of me here to go, people take these camping. I see them and I have a good laugh and think, why, why do people take fairy lights? You got, when I mean, I've got strip lights and head torches, mm-hmm. fairy lights, I've gone, that seems ridiculous. Fairy lights. Just about everyone in the office the turned best. around and said, no, they're great, including yeah. you. Yeah, so you're wrong. I'll, over fairy to lights. you then. That's right. Well, I just think they're actually amazing. They're, we sort of, I guess when people think about fairy lights, maybe they're thinking about, you know, the ones people put up at Christmas and they're like 30 metres long and thick and chunky, but I've got these little ones that are like on a thin copper wire and they're like a little dob of um, glass with a little LED globe in them and they're super, super compact. They're like smaller than your average dude's wallet when you sort of wrap wrap them dude's up. Wallet. And they're um, they're bendy because they're on copper wire. They either take AA batteries or AAA batteries. I haven't come across any that are rechargeable yet of these specific ones. Um, and, yeah, they're just so versatile. You know, often if we're camping in the bush, I think I was telling you before we started recording, um, if we go camping in the bush and it's the middle of winter and the kids are sort of spread out and they at their age where they want their tent a bit farther or further away and the first thing they do is grab a stick and then wrap these copper fairy lights around the stick and shove it at their doorway and that's like marks the entrance of their tent and it's on at night time and they can find their way there easily and they're also really handy. You can just stuff them in jars if you want like a nice ambient glow or or you can have them like wrapped around your tent poles and they're just so good. I don't know. Stop laughing at me here, but I love them. They're not, they're not, they're nice and light and gentle and yeah, they're just lovely to have at a nighttime where, you know, you might want to have a LED camping light strip that you bought and then you're upgrading it so that it does orange or yellow light because you don't want bright blue light. And then next thing you know, yeah, okay. but just and buy it's cheap, right? Just buy some yeah. cheap copper fairy lights, mate. Just I can do see, it. Uh, there's one thing that's come to mind there and I can see myself running around like a caveman. You, you said the stick, what if I wrapped on the end of the stick and used it like a, you know, like the old time torches with the flame on the end. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can use that yeah, and feel definitely. a bit, uh, get a bit more down to earth. Yeah, yeah, do it. I don't know. So maybe you've sold it to me, but they, they run a long time, don't they? I mean, how long? These, these guys in front of us here, it looks like there's two or three AA batteries in yep. the pack there. Does that? I reckon like, 18 months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, that yeah. Long? Okay. Yep. All right. Like Look. literally I would probably put batteries in them once or twice every two years. Okay. And they and I've got heaps and heaps of them, like five-metre strands, one-metre strands, whatever, and they're super cheap and they're handy. 
They're just – you've got to have them, you know. You've right. d- yeah, just I'll do it. I'll get some. Yes. Right. I've got two girls who gotcha. like fairies and that sort of thing, so maybe I should just embrace yeah. that. So. Totally. You All should. Right. Okay, I'll try the fairy lights. I'll, I'm going to admit defeat there. I think yeah. I'm the only one in the office, but never mind. We'll try it. We'll convert, yeah. What else can we go to? What's next? We've got a bit of a list here. Uh yeah, well, because we put a shout out, didn't we? Because we, did. we were around like the office, around and, the office yeah, yeah. and snowies and whatever and things. What what have you seen people take camping and um, that you think is totally unnecessary or what are your thoughts yeah. on that? And well, I, I mean, this kind of goes back to my scout days where quite, um, kids would rock up with their dilly bag with their yeah, yeah. cups and bowls and stuff mm-hmm. and it would be the crockery from the kitchen, right? So heavy <laughs> stuff that's just going to bust yeah, yeah. <laughs> or break at the first sign of being Like dropped. you're talking actual porcelain stuff. Porcelain, China yeah. or, or probably, I don't know, China, but yeah, like the, you know, it's yeah. it's breakable, right? Yeah. And, I, and I have seen people take it maybe more in a caravan-based thing or okay. even in a, a um, uh, like a camper trailer, but mm-hmm. even that, if you're forward driving, it's going to break. I guess if you just go into a caravan park, it's probably all right. Mm. It's quite heavy. It is heavy, isn't yeah. it? And it's not expensive just to get some basic um, polypropylene or yeah. plastic plastic stuff plates and stuff mm. that don't break. So mm. I've seen that around. Anything breakable, really. Another thing that I am probably going to ruffle some feathers over, so apologies in advance, don't hate me, but – and it is controversial, I think, amongst the wider camping community. It's generators. Yeah. Like, don't take them. I'm sorry, but no. Like, it's 2021. The age of solar power, portable power batteries, all of that sort of stuff is so advanced now. And I do understand that there is an accessibility level there in terms of cost and things like that. But there are also a lot of places that ban generators, so you can't actually camp there if you do run a generator. So, um yeah, I'm on the, sorry, I'm, folks. Yeah, I'm with you there, and I think it is going to ruffle some feathers. Apologies, but uh, I, I think you can get pretty quiet once nowadays. I don't know much about generators; I've never mm. looked at them. I figure it's a fairly heavy thing to take. It's going to give me power, but I also need to take fuel for it, so it's mm. extra fuel to take. Whereas solar for me is is a thin panel. It, well, it's in compared to a, a generator, it's a it's a thin thing that can be uh, packed into your car. Yeah, um, and you don't need fuel. Mm. You can use the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. Generators Even if noisy. you're in the middle of nowhere, it's also sort of not just the noise for you but the local in like wildlife and environment yeah. around you as well. So Yeah, yeah I mean, you I'm, hear them at building sites, right? They use yeah. them to run all their, their um, drills and charge their batteries and stuff yeah. and that's noisy. Yeah. We don't want that camping. I mean, don't get me wrong, when I grew up, the generator was what was used camping, you know, and it was back before portable um, fridges and things like that and my nana and pa used to actually put the chest freezer from the shed on the back of their ute and <laughs> cart that with the generator. So, yeah. yes, back in the day, 100%, but I think these days it's not. It's things have things, things have moved on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Next one, gazebo. I think we're going to ruffle feathers here as well. Gazebo. Mm. I, I see gazebo as a really heavy, bulky thing that doesn't really handle wind very well. Gives good shade, I suppose. But I feel like there's other ways you can create that with just a yep. tarp. Maybe take some extra poles and some guy ropes and create shelter that way. A hundred percent agree with you. I think that. Um, they're probably well. I know we'll probably ruffle some feathers because I would say they're one of our most top selling items. Like people love gazebos and they want them. And I think if you're, they're really commonly um, bought by people who do markets or yeah. go to dog shows or things like that. So not just camping, but I think from a camping perspective, you just you don't need them. They're heavy. They're bulky. They're not as convenient as they would seem to be. Um, if yeah. they break or bend, they're really hard to fold up, and then you're stuck with this. Yeah. Kind of 
exactly. mangled mess of, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. That's not for me. So, yeah, not for me either. But, you know, each to their own. I think, like, yeah, like you say, you can get tarps. I think some, like, super peg, I don't know if they're still doing them, but they used to do a tarp kit maybe where they would give you all the spreader poles yeah, and, the, and yep. the awning poles and guy ropes that you need to set up a tarp um, like which a gazebo. Is, which is pretty heavy in its own That's true. still, but it gives you a bit more versatility. But yeah. in reality, all you need is – I've always – I, I want to get myself a tarp with a sail track in it. I oh, yeah. put a sail track on my roof rack and I can just create an awning on the side with a couple of poles. That's and it's actually a really a good portion idea. of the weight. Easy to pack up. Uh, if it's going to get really windy, it's easy to pull it down. Mm. And there's not this massive um, structure of metal that's going to take off and end up on someone else's tent yeah. during the night if it blows away. But that has look, happened before. People oh, calling up to be like, footage, my yeah. actual tent is a pancake now because the gazebo yeah. flew over it. Mm. And you start strapping them together and suddenly you've got this bigger parachute because that is yeah, a parachute, right? It is, right. The wind gets under them. Absolutely. Pigs in the ground aren't going to yeah. hold it there. I'm yeah. not. You don't need a gazebo. There's so many other options. Absolutely. And What's next? Portable washing machines <laughs> for me. Yeah, there's. You can run some off 12 volt, right? Like, but they're, yeah. they're big and bulky. I guess for a caravan or long term travelers, they're going to like it. But I for think camping, definitely caravanners or people who are permanently on the road. I think possibly might want to invest in one, even the manual ones that, you know, are like a turning compost machine or whatever (laughs) and you have. But, um, no, I wouldn't have one even, you know, for a week or two trip long. I wouldn't. I actually have a scrubber wash bag. I I don't know if you have one of those. They're amazing. But I've just used a dry bag for the same thing. Just chuck it in there with some, just a a sealed roll-top dry bag. Mm -hmm. Chuck your clothes in there with some wash powder and just just shake it around and, Mm. and rub the clothes and stuff and, that does the job. The thing I like about the scrubber is it's got little, uh, little like dimple, ind- dimple yeah. indentation things on it. So it really, I don't know what the word is. Um, agitates. Yeah, agitates. Scrubs, it I scrubs, know. I don't know, really well. <laughs> yeah. But it's big enough for, you know, uh, like my fella's quite a large dude, wears double XL t shirt. So it's big enough dude. for one of his t shirts. I've dude twice Sorry, in this episode fella. so far. <laughs> hey, yeah. Anyway, uh, he's got, um, yeah, puts one of his t shirts in, uh, you know, a couple of, this kid's small t-shirts, jocks, whatever. Yep. Just it's awesome. Yeah. A hundred percent recommend. And it folds and it, up. It's tiny. Really small. Put in your pocket. Bigger than a dude's wallet. That's <laughs> three. Oh, That's the tree. Nah, um, yeah, but no, it's quite small and it packs away really well. And I like that. So yeah, okay. um definitely an awesome option if you're considering a washing machine to have a look at the scrubber wash bag first, I reckon. Awesome. Now the next one we've got down and I reckon it's our uh, someone in the office who doesn't camp as often said this and he's at a sleeping bag in summer. Mm. And I thought that was a bit strange because I kind of went, well, wouldn't you just take a summer weight sleeping bag? Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe what he was meaning is just consider like if you've got a big bulky minus 12 degree yeah. sleeping bag, mm-hmm. you can save a fair bit of weight by not taking one or two of them when you're That's summer right. camping. You can get- or if you're someone like you who does majority of their camping in the warmer months, buying a big bulky sleeping bag is not something that you actually need. It's more about considering- if you are going to buy something like a sleeping bag, yeah. what the, the average usage is going to be and the, yeah, the right. best one for you. Yeah. I mean, with the with our sleeping bags, we've also got like a polar fleece liner yep. and that polar fleece liner is, is the summer bag yeah. essentially um, and that definitely more than enough does the trick, which yep. is good. So, um, yeah. We take a, a, a swags set up with like a doona and a sheet in there. The doona always oh, yeah. comes with us, but in summer we just don't use the doona. But it's still more compact than yep. taking a whole other double sort of sided sleeping bag. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. Mm. The next one is a 
big bugbear of mine. Is it? Yeah. What is oh, it? Oh, hang on. You're going to tell me you, you don't want it. No. <laughs> I'm scared. Did you read the list? <laughs> and I think we're going to no, – some people I'm are going to go, you've got to take chainsaws. Oh, oh my God, chainsaw. Chainsaw. Oh, no, chainsaw. that's okay. I was scared yeah. because I was just like, oh, my God, are you going to say something? Which I'm like, no. <laughs> Take it, get <laughs> no. down it. It's chainsaw, right? Okay. And for yeah. many reasons, noise again. Like mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm never in a rush when I'm camping, and if, um, on the odd chance I do need to chop up a bit of timber, which is almost never because I don't like to you're pull not, nature apart, and you're not really I, a fire person. I'm not. Well, yeah, not no, not all the time. Mm-hmm. And if I am, I've taken my own timber. Mm-hmm. But it's noisy and it's just destructive, and mm-hmm. I, I don't understand the need for a chainsaw, but. Mm-hmm. They're really common. People, it, it seems okay. to be that camper trailers and stuff have got a spot for the chainsaw and the fuel. I'm, I still don't understand the need for that, and maybe I'm going to lose a lot of friends saying this. <laughs> but I don't. I don't, well, I don't, I don't think even you, own a chainsaw. But that's. I thought. I, was, I thought you were going to say I don't even have any friends. <laughs> I know. Well, that it might be true as well. <laughs> no, but. I'm sure you have lots of friends. I just wasn't sure where you were going with on that. But um. Yeah, I mean, we don't take a chainsaw camping, but we do take essentially the closest thing to it. That's a manual version, which is like a silky saw. Um, which silky is, saw? Yeah, it's called a silky saw. It's like a Japanese saw and it's got like a really long curved blade and it folds in half. So it's probably, you know, no bigger than, say, when you pack a fishing rod down in a, in a case, for example, right. like it's less than a metre tall, whatever, flips out. And that's really, we find that really handy for when we do go camping and places if we're like on friends' properties or we go somewhere where we can get our own wood. Okay. It, it will literally saw through like a log with, right. you know, my partner behind it, not with me behind it, with my <laughs> little T-Rex arms, but like it'll saw through a log in literally minutes. Well, that sounds like a better option. I get, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking as we talk here, and I guess the only instance I could think I'm, a chainsaw might be useful is if you're remote forward driving and there's a tree across tree the track or something track, and you yeah. need to clear it. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess you could use your vehicle to pull it out the way, but yeah. um, but a chainsaw seems like a very bulky technical thing to take mm-hmm. in the instance that you might come across a tree on the track, so maybe yeah. your option's a better solution there. So, yeah. Yeah. Chainsaws I think never- I think it does. I think people, the primary, primary reason why people would have a chainsaw is if they are doing that super remote camping or they are out on a station and co- collecting wood for fire and things like that is something that you're allowed to do. Yeah. Um, then, of course, it's really handy because, yeah. you know, instead of dragging wood from all over the place, you could just find one bit of tree and that can see you right for a week or whatever. I don't know. but I guess so. Maybe just a considered addition of a chainsaw to you to your I, kit. I w- yeah i'm not 100 percent sure about the actual chainsaw chainsaw but i would definitely a saw like of some we sort. always will have a have the silky saw with us pretty much i'm gonna look them up i've never seen them silky mm. saw sounds yeah cool. you can get them in two different sizes as well okay. yeah all right i'll have a look and uh another one which sort of came up for me recently in a camping uh group like another right. general chat camping group thing is a dvd player (laughs) and also following on from that a projector and this person in was like banging on about how much they loved it and absolutely raved about it because they did a lot of caravan park camping and they had a couple of kids and so they would take this big white sheet that they would hang up and they would set up and have this like big movie night and all the caravan park kids would like flock to their camp and their kids loved it and it just allowed the parents to chill out and 
you know, have their night and not worry about where their kids were in the dark and things like that. And I was like, cool, but totally not for me. Like I wouldn't take a DVD player or a TV or any sort of that type of thing when I'm away, when we're away. It's like natured kids. I'm I'm the same. My kids are always asked for TV when they're at home. It's like, well, you've got, there's other stuff you can do. I Mm. I don't say no TV, Mm. but not in the drop of a hat all the time just because they're bored. Mm-hmm. But And maybe my minimalist approach means TV's not even on the radar or, or yeah. DVD player or projector or anything because TV's on our list here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been away with people who have said, I oh, will just put a movie on in the caravan and the yeah. kids will sit in there and watch it. And that was, I'm not sure. I think I'm, I, I mean, I'm, they enjoyed it, so I'm not a, against it, but I don't think that would mean it would find its way into my camp kit. Yeah, I know what you mean and I think like I can definitely understand the application of that to certain respect Um, and I think sort of set and setting as well. It's like when we go away camping, it's not a time for TVs. It's not like, you know, I don't, even if the kids are driving me crazy, it's like, no, you're going to sit down next to the fire and we're going to, you know, chill out as a family and we're going to try and yeah. de-stress and tune out for a bit tune out for yeah, a bit and just try and in like get into the space that we're in yep. and whatever. And I think that that's what's important to me and the kind of camping that we do. You have TV at home, right? We that's right. We didn't come away to get more That's TV, right. But, but then again- that's not at all to knock people who do use yeah. DVDs and TVs for their kids. That's 100% fine. It's just like like you say, it's just not for me. So I would say it's not something that you actually need. I feel like we're saying all these things with these caveats going, but please don't I know. not like us for saying this. It's just our opinion. But everyone's like we did it Recently we did a really long road trip and I'm not, again, totally cool for other people, but we don't, we're not an iPad family. We don't, I, like me and my partner have phones, but – that's it. Um, and then on this long drive, I was just like, we, we were going up for eight <laughs> hours and we sort of were doing it in one stretch yep. and obviously stopping for breaks, but we weren't staying overnight anywhere. Yep. And it just got to a point where two of our kids have um, e-readers. So they're just churning through their books and the other two don't. And they're starting to really sort of get to a point in the yep. trip where I was like, you got to play at all the stops. We're going to turn around and go home right now. <laughs> and so I was like, right here, just you play some games on my phone. But then when we actually got to camping over the first day or two, it was like, oh, can I just go and sit in the car? And so uh, I sort of feel like I'd opened the door to that. Yeah. So for me, it's just, it's not an option. Yeah. Okay. Because therefore I think there's, yeah, I don't know. I'm with you there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Move on. Uh, I think we might lose some friends on this one too. Uh, and ma- maybe because I haven't tried it and I think you're, <laughs> I think this is another one where I've gone, well, would you do that? And you've gone, well, no, well, I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the power drill and tools, right? Yes. Um, I mean, there's, there's these the hex pegs, right? You screw yeah, into it. They're built yep. for a power drill. Yeah. And I think, oh, now I'm going to take my power drill camping mm-hmm. to put these pegs in the ground. Um, not for me. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. I've never tried it and you said, yeah, but. Yeah, but um, pretty much every single time we go away, I'm like there's a crate in the back of the van <laughs> full of Makita tools and I'm like, what the heck? Like we're not, and every single time it's used. I don't even know why, I don't even know how, but I feel like every single trip I'm like, wow, thank God you brought your power tools, babe. Like <laughs> I, can't, I can't even explain it. But I think um, – a lot of our setup is actually 
we've sort of made it and designed it and built it ourselves and we don't have a gazebo or an awning or something. We just have this big can- like a, a, a truck canvas that we've bought and we've right. actually designed the frame so that it's super compact and we put it up and it's huge and it's awesome. But I think that um, it's sort of been maybe two years of evolving and changing the structure a little bit, trying to get it exactly right. And okay. so often I think we'd go away for a week and part of that week would be Making modifications, my partner yeah. like yeah. to tinker okay. with it and making modifications and doing bits and pieces like that. So, um, yeah, and also actually one time we were away camping. I'm going to digress here and tell this awesome story, but um, one of my best mates, Danny, he and my partner, I was complaining one morning that, you know, the cutlery just was everywhere and why can't I have a nice cutlery holder? And so they just literally went off into the bush and came back with this beautiful old like gnarled knob of wood that they'd oh. found that had like a natural hollow in it and they'd like managed to cut it off and with their power tools found this other piece of wood and they'd shaped this little disc and popped it into the bottom of the hollow. So now I have this amazingly oh. beautiful like wooden cutlery holder that they just built in the bush oh, wow. with all of their power tools that I have forever, which is you know, you're probably like, oh, my God. but it's like it. it sounds cool. It's but, very cool. I'll I, have to bring it in and show you because I absolutely love it. Yeah, but it sounds good. Yeah. I still don't have a need for a drill in my kit, but that's my minimalist thing, you okay. know. Yeah, yeah, true. As I keep bagging on about. Yeah. Next one, it kind of goes hand in hand with the next two, but nice clothes and mirror like fashion stuff. Now, my oldest daughter <coughs> will argue this because <laughs> neither my wife or I are fashionistas. <laughs> Somewhere along the line there's obviously some fashion-based jeans yeah. because she is – well, your oldest daughter is just next level fashion, all the glitzy, okay. shiny stuff. And mm-hmm. we're a little bit lost. I ask her what I should wear or if it matches and trust her yep. opinion. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I, a couple I, of years ahead of you in that scheme with my girl. So, you're oh, in okay. for a ride. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, I mean, I take shorts and a singlet or a few mm-hmm. t shirts and mm-hmm. I kind of wear the same thing over and over. And I don't really give a hoot how yep. I look or. I don't give a who what people think of me most of the time yeah, or same. what I wear. But um, but some people seem to go barely well dressed up. So yep. I think just leave your good clothes at home. Leave them at home. I think it's also probably down to the kind of camping that we do, like the concept yeah. of wearing something that means something to you is a bit weird. That's a good I know, point. Like I went, when we started, very first started doing the podcast, our producer Emily was like, just wear what you wear camping. I was like, oh, you don't want me to wear yeah. what I wear camping. <laughs> Not to be on camera. have to rub some salt so, and dirt into yeah, my hair if you want to. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's not, yeah, nice clothes. And me, people call all the time. People actually call us up all the time and say, do you sell any mirrors for camping? Um, and I'm, for me, a mirror is not something that you need. When you go camping, I I think for my own well-being to not actually see <laughs> a reflection you know of like, myself right? when now, I'm a couple of days yeah. in. <laughs> I know, yeah. But um, but you made a really good point of the fact that your car has wing mirrors and so, yeah. you know, if you really actually do need them. And someone else in the office pointed out that if you wear glasses and you and or you wear contact lenses, that having a mirror to be able to do things like that yeah. um, is really helpful. Totally appreciate that. But whether or not you need to take a, a whole mirror for that, um, yeah. I'm not. I don't know. I think we're probably from a different camp differently though. I think you know it on the head because I've got another group that, that we went camping with mm. sometimes and went away with them. We were in the tent and their camping was staying in a cabin. So okay, yeah. to them it was a different style of camping yeah. and, they, you know, we we're in a, in a town and, and there's coffee shops and restaurants and stuff around so they would take nicer clothes. Yeah. So 
Um, we're probably being a bit critical maybe in saying don't take good close camping because it depends on what type of camping you do, I suppose. But we don't and we don't want to be campist either, I think. Is that <laughs> campist. Is, campist? Is that the word? No. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, it's not eat like I said. I did say this morning. I don't know about this episode because I don't want to make people feel <laughs> sad. If I'm like, oh my god, don't take a mirror, don't take nice clothes. Yeah. It's just stuff that we people Wouldn't have asked gear that we don't need or we think is unnecessary. So this is literally just our yeah. opinion. So if you're sitting on the other side of this and listening to it and be like, oh my god, my happy yeah. life, it's please don't. Just it's, take what you want. Then, yeah, take in. what you want if you can fit it in. We also funny starting this episode, we thought oh, this would be over really quickly. I think we're up to well over twenty minutes now talking about a few things not to take camping. But the next one on the list, yeah, I, I think I said this jokingly and it's made it to the list, and that's your cat. <laughs> and <laughs> your I cat know camping. you said that jokingly, but. There has been a time where somebody found a cat when we were away camping once that a person had brought and it had managed to escape from their camp. It had a collar and everything and and it had like a a lead attached Mm. to it and it was like literally two whole days before we found out. It was like in this big bush national park thing. We found out who it belonged to. It was like a small little kitten. So maybe, you know, they genuinely thought that, they could bring it and because it was a baby, it couldn't be left and they didn't have anyone else to look after it or whatever. But yeah. I just, when you said your cat as a joke, I was like, but that's, it's, it's happened. happened. Okay. Yeah. I guess and that's not good for wildlife and stuff if cats escape and they become mm-hmm. feral and becomes yeah. a big issue, doesn't it? But people yeah. take dogs camping. People do take dogs. To, to a campsite that allowed dogs. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't think we've got much more to add on that mm. one, but what have we... I'm looking at the last one. We've got a list opposite here that we're trying to read. We do. Uh, well, I think like the last thing we've got on the list is probably a little bit obvious, but like gear you don't need for camping is gear that you're not willing to take home with you. So mm-hmm. if there's anything you're putting in your car that you're literally not willing to bring it home with you, just don't take it. Yep. That includes thinking about your rubbish and stuff too. Yep, if absolutely. You're not, if you're thinking I'm going to dump this somewhere, maybe have a think before you take it. Mm-hmm. Is, can I actually put this in recycling before I go away? Yeah. Because if you don't, do that, there might not be those facilities available where you go and it might mm-hmm. just end up in landfill. So yeah. yeah. And I think there's been times where I've rocked to rocked up to a camp and there's been literally broken camping stuff there that people have just left there. So take it, look up if it you know, the gear that you do need is stuff that you're actually gonna invest in and look after it and Absolutely. not just leave it there trashed. But I think ultimately we've been as opinionative as we can I think for the so. last and almost I, half I, an hour. So we've gone on and our producers in our ears going, you've got to wrap this up. You, yep. <laughs> you've yeah, gone on too long. So yeah. let's, uh, long we back. want your opinion. Of what I, I, I've got nothing else to add and I won't anyway because I'll get in trouble. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what what are you guys, what have you seen in the campsite that you go, why would you take that camping? Yep. Or are we completely wrong with anything we've said here today? Let us know. Absolutely. And what is a luxury item that you can't live without? That's what I want to know. Like if is there something that other people are like, what? Change our minds. Let us know. Absolutely. Cool. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, uh, our Snowy's Camming Show group. Get in on the conversation there. Also show notes. I don't know if we're well, going to re- make notes of anything I don't know. we've not, talked probably about not much today. To add there, but no, yeah. but yeah. And also don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss another episode. Otherwise. And check out snowies.com for all the camping you do need. Yeah, camping gear you do need. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. See you guys.